With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. A lot of things I want to get to today. Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Dana Jeremiah will join us upcoming later on in this hour. You know, I, I heard a comparison and I thought it was really good uh, from, from Cowherd. And uh, he compared, you know, Lamar Jackson uh, and his inability to play from behind in the playoffs and that of, of Giannis. And I thought it was, I thought it was excellent. I thought it was a very, very smart way, smart way of, you know, of looking at the two players. But, but then the kind of the more I dug into it, I was like, you know, there's more to it than that. It's not just that they, you know, th- there's one thing you have to be able to do. You got to be able to do, you know, is to, to win, to win big, you know, to win big, what you got to be able to do is you have to be able to, um, you got to be able to shoot the basketball in the NBA and the NFL. You got to be able to complete passes, you know, on third down, third and long or whatever. You got to be able to do those two things. If you can do those things, then there's, there's no limit to what you can accomplish. I had this argument a long time ago, and this is back before Mike Vick ever even got arrested with the dog, dog stuff, whatever. And my thought then is my thought now, which is, um, which is quite frankly, um, that 
Carson Palmer had a greater likelihood for a longer and better career than Mike Vick, because the thing that Mike Vick did well, he wouldn't be able to do well forever. Whereas the thing that Carson Palmer, who's a really good athlete did well, he'd be encouraged to do more. So as his career went on, does that make sense? So I, I look at that and I, I sit and sit here and say to myself, man, you know, that, that nails what Lamar is lacking. That nails what Giannis is lacking. It doesn't mean that you can't play in the NBA and be effective in the NBA without a jump shot, but you ain't winning a championship. You're not getting the most out of yourself and everybody like Ben Simmons. There's, there's difference in a Ben Simmons and a Giannis, but there's similarities there. Or uh, Zion Williamson. You know, if you want to reach that superstar status, you have to be able to shoot the basketball. It is a it is a primary skill that you absolutely must have. Must, must have. And if you don't have it, well, then you don't have it. There's nothing really we can do about it, you know? So I I think this is, that's who Giannis is. And what you're able to get away with in the regular season, you're not able to get away with in the postseason. What's true for teams is true for players. You know, officiating is different, so it's more physical. It gives you less ability to just bulldog over guys, just run over dudes, just Euro step over the top of guys. And then you factor in that, hey, we're in the bubble. So, you know, guys like Damian Lillard, they're not lying. They're like, look, I watched, I'm watching basketball all the time. There's nothing else to do. So if there's nothing else to do, you're going to watch who you're going to play and just study and prepare and try and, you know, and so all of the spin moves that sometimes work when you, you know, it's coming, but whatever, it's the regular season doesn't work in the postseason. Um, but I thought, uh, I thought Giannis, who I thought that that's the, the Giannis Lamar thing is interesting but it's not, they're, they're not the same guy because they're not similarly built. They're the same guy because the one primary skill that they're lacking is the skill that is most likely to help them win a championship or will cause them to not be able to get all the rest of their talent out. It's In broadcasting, if you have a bad voice, there's a there's a college basketball analyst I know who I think does a really good job. There's some quirkiness to him. He wasn't a he was a really good player. He's not an all-time great. You know, there's some things he does which you know don't separate him, but when you co- when it comes to breaking down the sport, down the game, what he sees, why he sees it, how he sees it, I think he's outstanding. But there are people in my industry like, yeah, I just, I can't take his voice. I, I just, I can't do it. The voice thing, it doesn't matter how good everything comes out. When the voice is as it is, it's just piercing to me. I, I can't do it. You know? Guys have this. You have this with women. And don't act like I'm not vain. I don't care. She's a beautiful spirit. They can be a beautiful woman, but sometimes they'll have... You know, like a, or a guy, women don't have that with a guy. Like I have a big nose. I'm sure there are women that are like, you know, I would have found him really attractive, but I just can't get past his nose or his voice or his hair or whatever. There's women that can't get past. If a guy is bald, like, yeah, I just, I can't do the bald men guy thing. There are guys who are like, I, I, she's great. I just, I can't stop staring at her nose and you can't, I don't want her to get a nose job, but I can't, I can't do it. I don't know. I just, I, I'm going to have breakfast across from this person for the next 40 years, 50 years. It's really hard when there's constantly some coffee on it because she hits her nose on it, right? Like that's just, we all have that thing we can't get over, right? There's a thing you can't get over with some people. You know, I would buy that car, but ah, I just had a bad experience with it once. Here, here's Giannis talking about what went wrong game one. Our energy level was good. We came ready. We came to play. The guys from the bench was cheering uh, us on the court. But we just wasn't enough tonight. It just wasn't enough. Uh, they played better than us, and you know they got the win. 
Yeah, that's not really the type of in-depth analysis we were looking for. You know what I'm saying? Just wasn't. That was kind of him. Like the the energy, your teammates cheering, like none of that matters, dude. I mean, it may matter. I mean, it's great. Your teammates are into it. But you had good en- good energy. He made a couple threes early, and it was the kiss of death. It was the the old fool's gold offense. You know, you make a couple early. You think you're a three point shooter, and you're not gonna. That that's the last thing. He took a couple bad ones late. So, uh, you know. I just think that he has, he and Lamar, they have those skills that are great, but the rea- the true reality to it is, true reality, is um, that as great as they are, as talented as they are, as freaky athletic as both of them are, right now they're lacking the one thing which you have to have to win big. You know, like... LeBron's not a great pure shooter. And I heard Colin talk about this earlier today too, where his confidence will sometimes go in his jump shot. And he's done a good job of getting over that. <clears throat> With Giannis, it's a inflated kind of confidence. With Lamar, he just, he just inaccurate throwing outside the numbers. And, you know, that's just not who he is yet. There's no reason at either their age, they can't improve on both, but that's what, what's holding both of them back. So, uh, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio coming up next. Could Bill Belichick, could Bill Belichick platoon his quarterbacks? We'll discuss next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 PM. Eastern noon Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio radio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Saw this story, I want to share it with you. It's the idea of Bill Belichick potentially platooning quarterbacks. Um, get to that in a second. You think it's okay to drive stone? The truth is your reaction time slows way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone else around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you're using marijuana in any form, do not get behind a wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI that's paid for by NHTSA. So here's the story out of New England, which is really not a story. I mean, it is and it isn't. It is because it's the Patriots. It is because... It's Cam Newton. It is because we don't know what Cam Newton looks like and how he'll be able to handle the new offense. Hey, or if he'll be able to beat out Jared Stidham, but they open up September 13th against their former assistant, Brian Flores and the Miami dolphins. This from a ESPN article, the lingering thought watching the first two days of practice Cam Newton, Jared Stidham, Brian Hoyer. It's clear Newton is running third in terms of comfort level with the system. When the thought of platooning was relayed to former Patriots linebacker Roosevelt Colvin, who had called Newton signing long before it happened, he laughed, no, don't start a controversy. But but let's, like, think about it for a second, you know? If a guy's not ready to help you in terms of knowing the entire playbook, why can't you integrate him into the system by giving him, you know, a small assortment of plays to run? Plus, it does, in fact, challenge the defense to not know what's coming or what your strength actually is. You know? Saw this. So far, so good. Newton's returned from foot and shoulder injuries. He passed the physical to sign his contract, passed the conditioning test to be on the field for the first practices, and hasn't looked limited at all. But even Newton seemed to acknowledge uh, in his lone media availability with local reporters that uh, good health in mid-August isn't the same as good health when hits start adding up in the season. So maybe they start to preserve him. Yeah, maybe you have him longer. Um, and by the way... Uh, Belichick said earlier today that Newton was still trying to catch up in terms of the specifics of the Patriots system. I know he's been with the team only seven weeks, but it, it takes a while when you've had one. I told you this about Tom Brady, like Tom Brady's 43. He's learning new verbiage. It's just a very disconcerting feeling. I, when I was at CBS radio, they would call guest when you have a guest on, that was a spot, or you'd be a guest on somebody's show as a spot. When I was at ESPN radio, a spot was something you recorded for an advertiser. Oh, I got to do some spots after the show? No problem. So people said, I would get text, nice spot. Which one? Was it the Mazda spot? Was it the Butcher Box spot? No, no, no. You were on with, you know, Boomer and Carton. You're on with Mike Francesa. Like, I, I, I didn't read a spot. No, no, no. You were the guest. That's the spot. Oh, oh, oh. You can call the same thing something different and it becomes really confusing. Imagine that now you're on the fly. You know, you read, it goes from two safeties to suddenly they're going to play, you know, they're going to play three safety, three guys deep, three deep coverage. And you're trying to make an adjustment. You know, the hot reads, you know, the calls, you're going to go back to your native language, not to the one you just learned. It's not any different than when you start to learn Spanish or Russian or Italian or whatever, 
you still think in your native language. He's going to still think in his native language and have to make that translation, and that takes time. And these guys, with their amount of recall, all of them are uber, uber intelligent. They just are. And so even when you say, hey, he's not that smart a quarterback, he's not that smart for a quarterback. That doesn't mean he's not a smart human being. It just takes a special level of intelligence, specifically football intelligence, to be a, a smart quarterback. Let's get you to Dan Byer and find out what else is going on in the world of sports. D- DB, what do you got? Uh, Doug, it went down to the wire in the first game of the day of the NBA bubble. It was a game two in the East between the Raptors and the Nets. Harris guarded by Lowry. The ball to Temple. He loses it. Powell picks it up. Norm's going to jam it down with five seconds to go. Stifling defense by the Raptors leads to a turnover, and Toronto is going to win this ball game. Doug, you were giving some behind-the-scenes stuff uh, for, from radio and spots. That sounded like a coupler where your line goes out and then you have to do it over the phone. Raptors radio network, yeah, the Nets were down three, blew the opportunity, and the Raptors leave with a 104-99 win over Brooklyn. Toronto now up 2-0 in the best-of-seven series. Jazz and Nuggets are underway. Utah out to an early 10-6 lead with four minutes gone by. Mavs forward Kristaps Porzingis probable for tonight's Game 2 against the Clippers despite a sore knee. Stanley Cup playoffs, Bruins and Hurricanes just underway in their Game 5. Boston up 3-1 in that series, while the Lightning eliminated Columbus with a 5-4 overtime win in Game 5 as the Lightning win that series four games to one. Two former female students at LSU told USA Today they were raped by former Washington running back Darius Geis while they all attended school in Baton Rouge. The alleged incidents happened in 2016, and while neither woman reported the allegations to law enforcement, the women did tell USA Today they told an athletics administrator, a nurse, and two coaches. The NFL is reportedly considering a postseason bubble following a recommendation from Saints head coach Sean Payton. NFL Network says the Vikings and Dalvin Cook have broken off contract talks, while Eagles running back Miles Sanders is week-to-week with a lower body injury. And in baseball, doubleheader at Wrigley today. Cardinals lead the Cubs 6-1 to in the 5th. Jays top the Orioles 5-2, to and in the 7th it's the Red Sox 4, Phillies 3. Doug, back to you. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, a big three for the Utah Jazz. Uh, what's his name? What's the, the lefty from Australia? Joe Ingles. Yeah, he just hits a big three. It's 15 to eight now as Ingles gets the rebound off a of Jamal Murray miss with six minutes and 40 seconds to go. Ingles dribbles down, just dribbles into a three. <laughs> I mean, it. I, I found I found Collins' comparison really, really interesting, very enlightening in comparing Lamar Jackson and, and Giannis. And I just think it's that primary skill you have to have as Jokic steps out and makes the three. Everybody, you make a three and you make a three. Um, that primary skill you have to have to win a championship. In the NBA, you got to be able to shoot the basketball. And in uh, in the NFL, can you, can you third and... California, third and eight or more, you know, can you move the football? Can you throw the ball outside the numbers? And that's what Lamar's missing, much the way Giannis is missing a consistent jump shot. Let's bring in Daniel Jeremiah, who joins us here in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Do you, do you like that comparison Cowherd made? He, his comparison was more, hey, these guys are great, but you, they can't come from behind yet, so they're not really at that highest level. I would agree with it, and I would say it's because of that primary skill, which you tend to need in order to achieve complete greatness yeah and i think there's i think there's just it's just a different it's a different sport when you get in the postseason we talk about all the time with football doug just how you know you can play you can play the quarterback position a certain way in the regular season and the postseason you know we we talked about it with with drew Brees and maybe some of the arm strength stuff it, it shows up more in the postseason because the windows shrinking um and basketball i think you're you hit the nail on the head there you're a lot more qualified to talk on that than i am but man if you can't shoot good luck no, you can't. By the way, did you watch the Laker game last night? I did not. I uh, I uh, watched the Padres uh, and uh, and Tatis just so I could see what he would do after all that nonsense. So I and of course he steals games. third base up six runs. That's that's all I. Did. I loved it. I loved it. That was great. If he wasn't on your team, would you love it? I would because I just think I just think baseball is so late to the party here. Of just man, let's you got to have some more fun in this sport, man. Like energy and fun is something that has not been synonymous with that sport for a long time. Don't discourage it. 
Yeah, look, I'm struggling with that with my son. He's a really good baseball player. He's like, Dad, baseball's just kind of boring. <laughs> I, I quit. I quit my. I I played baseball all, all growing up, all the way through eighth grade. I got in ninth grade, went to the football season. I uh, played varsity basketball, got to the spring, and I was like, all you know, my buddies are going to play baseball. I'm like, ah, I just don't think I want to play anymore. I think I'm good. Yeah, he. That's basically what he's told me. I'm like, wait, you're left-handed. You're little, so baseball it doesn't matter as much when you're little, right? You yeah. stud, you played it longer. He's like, I just, I don't know, I'm just not, not into it, you know, not into it. Did you and play? Did you play baseball in high school though? I did the exact same thing you did, and then yeah. our high school basketball team was good enough. We went, I think, to the semifinals. So, I mean, the baseball was very good then at Tustin High School, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I remember coming out, and it was like late February, almost to March, and they've been practicing for like two months. Mm-hmm. So you were just fighting for scraps in the freshman, you know, you go play like varsity basketball, like yeah. you can play freshman team baseball and be a backup catcher and backup second baseman. And you're, you know, you're not really getting in. You're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so it, the baseball dream died, but it wasn't the best thing I did where it's probably the best thing he, he, he does. I do like to tease. I, I, I think, is there an element that you need fun? Yes. It's the, you, it's the element of showing somebody else up. That's where you kind of got to. Yeah, walk but that, but that wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say to me if he stole second base, up you know eight runs in the eighth inning or whatever? Like okay, that's 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 unnecessary. Okay, but stealing third the, with third base is okay. In the, in the fourth inning, in a in a in a place where you you know you should be able to put up a bunch of runs. I mean the, the team you put up fourteen runs in that same building yesterday. You're up you're up in the fourth inning. I, that. That can disappear real quick with the pot. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't know that you were supposed to not swing away on a three zero pitch. I, I thought you were supposed to not swing Crazy. away because percentage wise, like you're gonna, you're gonna. What, what he's supposed to walk? I, I don't understand. Yeah. I, I just again I, to me, this is the dumbest thing. So if he hits it out of the park on two zero, it's fine. Um, if he takes three zero and then hits the three one pitch out, it's fine. Like, I mean, you can't just sit up there with a bat on your shoulders, man. Like, you know, come on. This is, I mean, this is what we talking about here. Frustrates the hell out of me when guys sit up there with a bat on their shoulders. Yeah. I, I get the, you shouldn't throw at somebody's head. I get that. Yes. You know, I get the, I get the not stealing when you're up a certain number of runs, especially late in the game. I, I do get yeah. that. That's like pressing when yeah, you're up like 25, right? Like you have like 25, like, you know, what are you pressing for? What are you doing here? Yeah. yeah you know? And even but, like, you know, you, there's the whole thing on the, you know, if you're if you're, I saw it with Ben Davis with the Padres. You know, bunning to break up a no hitter late in the game when it was, you know, that's kind of was frowned upon at that point in time. Especially if you're down big and you're not gonna you're not gonna win the ball game. Um, there's little things like that, but this is not. I mean, come on, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I thought it was I'm, silly. I'm with you. Uh, could Belichick really platoon Cam Newton early on? I don't think so. I, I don't see that. If happening, there's one guy but, who could do it, it's him, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, it, it, from both standpoints, I mean, I just think if any other coach tried to do that, Cam Newton, that's it. I mean, like, like are you kidding me? There would be a mutiny. But Belichick has the success to be able to have that conversation with him and, and see where it goes. But I still, I still think, uh, you know, I still think he'll, it'll be Cam Newton. And if he struggles at all, I think they'll just turn around and go to Stidham. So that's, that's how I anticipate it'll happen. Um, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Melvin Ingram, they got that deal done before training camp like three years ago, kind of quietly, right? Just I got it done early. That's how Telesco likes to roll. He's still got to work out Hunter Henry in a long-term deal. Uh, what's your What's your take on what ultimately happens with Melvin Ingram, who wants a new deal from the Chargers? Yeah, I, I mean, this is for no inside information. I just don't I don't see that happening. I think there's a line of people um, that need new deals there. And I think, you know, with the investment they just made in the position with what they just did with with Joey, I just I don't see that happening right now. So uh, I don't know that he really has any any leverage in the situation. I guess they're calling it kind of a hold in right now to be there and not practice. But having been around that team for two years, I know how much Melvin Ingram loves football, and I think they do as well. I can't see him uh, – uh, missing significant time. Uh, he just, he loves the game too much. So I, I don't anticipate you'll see a deal get done um, anytime soon. And I, I anticipate you hopefully see him on the field here pretty quick. What do they think about their team? Well, I mean, nobody knows anything about their team. Doug. That's what's so weird about this is because normally 
you feel great about your team, then you go practice against another team, or you have a preseason game, and you go, wait a second, we're either much, we're much better or much worse than we think. Um, so that's all my talkings to all my conversations with people around the league. They're saying the same thing. Like we think we're good. Uh, but we have no idea. We're not going to know. You know we just roll out there to start the regular season. There's nobody to go up against to, to figure that out. But I, I think the chargers feel very, very good about their defense. The, um, yeah, the big question is offense, right? And I think the plan yeah. would be to, to use Tyrod Taylor, to run him, to be a little bit more conservative in terms of their passing to, you know, um, and if you can kind of shorten the game, which is crazy, though, because they do have a lot of weaponry offensively. It'll be interesting to see how they use it. Yeah, I think, you know, ball security and, and uh, it's been a big point of emphasis throughout the whole offseason and being able to move the pocket a little bit with your quarterback. Uh, you know, Anthony Lynn comes you know from that whole Denver system, the Shanahan system, and you look around the league and the teams that are that are dynamic and explosive offensively, you look at uh, you know what the what the Niners do. You know the Chiefs are kind of their own thing. But when you look at all the the Shanahan influential teams with the Rams, what they've done recently, the Niners with Shanahan. You look at the the Vikings last year with Stefanski and, and Kubiak, um, and now you see the, the Philadelphia Eagles hire uh, Scandrillo from uh, from Denver to come and incorporate some of that. Now you're going to see Anthony Lynn use some of his background, incorporate more of that with the Chargers. Um, so it's everywhere. Outside zone, man. That's uh, that's what every team in the league's trying to trying to run right now you mentioned kevin stefanski he goes over to cleveland baker says he's lost weight he's you know he's not full of himself anymore does the cleveland thing work i think they have a really talented group and i feel better about this match in terms of the coaching staff and the personnel i, I do i think they've got a chance to be pretty good the challenge is they're in the wrong division um, I think they can be a playoff caliber team i don't think they're going to make the playoffs because i think the the other two teams in division are and I think Pittsburgh's going to have the best defense in the NFL. I think Baltimore's going to have the best offense in the NFL. And uh, and they're just in the wrong place at the wrong time in Cleveland. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, so what about Pittsburgh offensively? Do we know if Ben Roethlisberger's arm is going to be okay? He looked good to me just watching little clips the other day. And he doesn't have to be, you know, the old version of Big Ben. If he could be 60% of Big Ben is much better than anything they trotted out on the field last year. Uh, with with no offense to your to your uh, no, Oklahoma State quarterback, no, he can't play. <laughs> can't play. That that was the thing with the with the Miles Garrett deal was it covered up uh, the fact that Mason Rudolph can't play. No, I, so. I like I, I I don't think he's a racist and yelled what only Miles Garrett seemingly heard. But I also I do I also don't believe he's a NFL caliber starting quarterback and that kind of played itself. Duck Hodges was they they beat the Chargers, yeah. but he was terrible. Not good enough. That's what I'm saying. This team was almost a playoff team last year with that quarterback combination. So even if they get 60% version of, of Ben Roethlisberger, they're going to win 11 games. Um, so, no, I, I think they're going to be really good. I think they're a Super Bowl-caliber team. I really do. Des Bryant, well, I, I, why would the Ravens even offer up that opportunity? Because they have always liked that type of a receiver in their offense. And this goes back, you know, a long, uh, you know, long time. You look at Anquan Bolden. Anquan Bolden. Role. They they think he's an Anquan Bolden, right? Just that's the, he's there you big, go. strong, physical, can't tough. run. Doesn't does matter. Can't does, run. does block? He can block? Does he, he block? block? Yeah. Uh, you know, I have to go back and look at him in that in that regard. But uh, he's so big and so strong. I mean, I would I would think you got a uh, you got somebody that can help you in there. And the best thing Des does is run slants and catch back shoulder balls, and that's kind of the Ravens' offense. So. He kind of fits them. I don't know. He fits many other teams in the NFL right now, you know, with his skill set. But I actually think he does fit there. And they've always kind of welcomed that, you know, kind of alpha male uh, personality. We saw with Marcus Peters. Alpha males thrive in that organization. It's always been that way. Um, does Alex Smith win the job in D.C.? Now, and, and before people you know, go like, well, like, I, I'm not sold on Dwayne Haskins. I don't think a lot of people are sold on Dwayne Haskins. And if the if the thought is well, Alex Smith is basically immobile because of his leg. Like, have you seen Dwayne Haskins run? He does not run particularly well. He's a thrower, and Alex Smith was a very good athlete with years more experience, more accurate, more bought in. Um, but he has a, a ridiculously severely damaged leg. Yeah. Uh, you you tell me. I, I I just don't see how Alex Smith would be physically prepared to to be in contact situations like it's one thing to be uh, cleared to go out there and go through individual and throw some seven on seven and 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 wear a different color jersey i just man that 
I think it's incredible what he's been able to do to get back to this point, but that's a, still a little bit of a leap of faith for me that he would be you know, ready in time to uh, to start this season. I just, man, that, that seems like a stretch to me. So I think it'll be Haskins, but I think Alex Smith will have a big impact on him behind the scenes, teaching him you know, how to prepare uh, something he did for Mahomes, something he did for Kaepernick. I mean, he's He's done a really good job working with younger quarterbacks, and I think that'll that'll benefit Haskins. But I do think it'll be Haskins. I think they'll give him the opportunity. And Daniel Jeremiah joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Give me a team. You know the teams we generally talk about, right? There's yeah. a lot of Packers discussion, a lot of Cowboys discussion, um, obviously Niners and Chiefs. Give me a team that we need to wrap our heads around talking about now because when the season starts, you believe we'll be talking about them more. Well, last year we had this discussion, and, and I went all in on the Niners, and uh, and I talked about the fact that I always try and push my chips into the middle of the table in the NFL on teams that have great quarterback play and teams that can rush the passer. Um, that's kind of the championship formula right now, and we saw the Niners. I mean, they, they didn't quite finish the job, but that was as dominant a football team as we had last year and came up just a little bit short. And this year, the team that I'm just big on and uh, I think is going to be a playoff team and I think has got a chance to – to, to actually make a push in the postseason. If people think I'm crazy as the Arizona Cardinals, um, I, I do. I, I think when you look at them defensively, talk about a pass rush, they've got one of the premier rushers in the NFL in Chandler Jones. Um, you look at the speed that they have defensively with Patrick Peterson when he's healthy. Buda Baker can really play. Uh, Byron Murphy's a good young player. Uh, now you go out in the draft and you get Isaiah Simmons who can match up with George Kittles of the world. He can run all day long at linebacker. And then you flip over to the other side. And I think, you know, when you give DeAndre Hopkins uh, to Kyler Murray, I thought Kyler Murray was outstanding last year. And I think you're going to see a huge leap from him. They'll be a little bit better on the offensive line than they were. Um, and they've got some, they've got some weapons for that kid. And he's, I think he's going to be special, man. I am, I am very, very excited about that team. What did they change mid-year? Because he was on a, on a, on a rate to be sacked more than, than anybody in the history of the sport. And did he just start getting rid of it quicker? Did they change some of the blocking schemes from the, from the wide splits? Like, what, what changed? Well, they, they, want it, they want to play with more empty, right? They want to play in, in more uh, you know, 10 personnel or, or just go completely empty. And, uh, and four and five wide. They, they couldn't do that last year, and they took them a while to figure that out. They just didn't have the five up front that could protect. So they couldn't run you know, that whole version of the air raid that, that Kingsbury wanted to run. So they started playing with more tight ends, uh, keeping guys in you know, six- and seven-man protection. So now they're hopeful with drafting Josh Jones, who they are very high on, who they got. You know, with DJ Humphreys kind of emerging and coming on, they feel like they've got a chance to be better up front and that's going to allow them to expand that offense into more of what they've traditionally done. But I thought Kingsbury showed some uh, awareness that, hey, this is what I want to do, but we just physically can't do that right now. And, uh, and they made the adjustment. Daniel Jeremiah joining us. We got some Padres out of him. We got some NBA out of him. We got the Arizona Cardinals. All right, uh, let me ask you the opposite question. Give me yeah. a team who you're like, okay, you need quarterback play and pass rush. They have neither. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, team that, that I'm maybe down on a little bit. Well, I think everybody's kind of gifted the AFC East to the Buffalo Bills, and I'm just I'm not quite ready to do that just yet. Um, we've talked about the Patriots a little bit earlier. I, I think that the Dolphins and the Jets have no expectations on them, and I think this whole division is just going to be a muddy mess. I think it's going to be a eight and eight or nine and seven team that wins it, and I do not think it's a foregone conclusion that it's Buffalo. I don't either. Um, I don't either. I look. I I think, you know, the the Jets are a weird team. the The Dolphins should be better, but I don't know if they're any good. And of course, there's the wild cards is the Patriots who just find a way to win games and win the division. Right? It's a. Yep. It, it it's going to be interesting. DJ, great stuff, dude. Uh, still waiting for the invite. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> it's coming. Did you drive back? You, By the way, did you drive back from Dallas? I, I drove out there. I flew home, and it was the easiest flight ever. After having done that drive, it was. Uh, I really, really appreciated that flight. I can tell you. Yeah, well, that's that's a good move. And everybody's she's she's good at Dallas Baptist. She's, she's happy. Doing she's doing great. Yeah, she's doing great. She's running. She's uh, she's uh, in cross country. They're already working out, and, uh, and so she's fitting right in. The the, the Texas uh, humidity and heat is uh, still a work in progress. <laughs> 
No, I know. My my son was trying to tell me yesterday in California. He's like, man, this is hotter than Oklahoma. I was like, what? No clue. What are you? Well, he was out there, but he thinks he's the aficionado now because it wasn't that hot when he was out there. Anyway, thanks so much for joining us. See you, buddy. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Every day at this time, we like to get you caught up on something you may have missed earlier in our show or in one of the other shows, TV, radio, whatever we call it. And now, <laughs> what does the fuck say? This was Colin Cowherd talking about one of his favorite players, Russell Westbrook. Last night, Houston played their best game in the bubble. Westbrook was gone. They shot threes effectively. Why? Because Westbrook didn't take any. Their defense was great. I always thought his MVP was nonsense. The most valuable player in the league easily for 10 years in a row is LeBron. It's not even arguable. What is Westbrook? Is he exciting? Oh, hell yeah. Is he athletic? He may be the league's most athletic guy. Is he interesting? It's kind of fascinating. Is he productive? Yes, very productive. Is he respected? Yes, absolutely. Uh, players love him. But is he valuable? 
Eh. Oklahoma City got better when he left. Kevin Durant got more efficient and won more when he left. Victor Oladipo became an all-star when he left. Sabonis became an all-star when they left him. So the value with Westbrook, he checks a zillion boxes. He doesn't check the valuable box. When LeBron James leaves a team, they fall off the cliff into the sea. Like, that is valuable. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's making several different comparisons into one. I would say that, you know, when LeBron left Miami, had Chris Bosh not gotten blood clots, I don't think they fall off nearly the way they fell off. When he left Cleveland the first time, yeah, well, they, they tore down the entire team. They won 61 games. The second time, they had already gotten rid of Kyrie, and you lose Kyrie and LeBron, and the way in which LeBron almost demands you play, which is through him. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, argue that LeBron is a more valuable player than Russell Westbrook, but I also think that when we take one game as the law, you know, yes, Houston played well yesterday against Oklahoma City. Part of that is Oklahoma City looking good in the bubble was more a factor of them looking good in the bubble than being all that good. That's the one thing that we had to adjust in terms of our, how things how things looked. Um, I don't know. Like, look, I, th I think it's fairly complex in trying to explain Russell Westbrook. I do think he has value. I do think he's a tremendous player. I do think the ball sticks with him, and I think they found a way to make him super effective and not screw up who they are. But I also think that none of the credit seems to ever go to Mike D'Antoni. He made some adjustments. He put, he he actually put Jeff Green with the ball and had James Harden screen for him. Like they tried some quirky stuff they had not tried previously, and it worked. Now, when you're in a playoff series, the other team's going to adjust from game one to game two, and we'll see if that stuff still works or how long he misses. But I I don't believe that they are better long term without Russell Westbrook, and I think most people would agree with me, even if Westbrook can be frustrating considering the volume of shots he takes, and he's not not only not a great shooter. He's not a very good finisher either, and so there's a lot more misses, but there's a lot of productivity. Um, he will, you know, in the playoffs, compete and play hard and be tough, and he's not scared of taking and making the big shot, but there's, yeah, there, there's some limitations there. He's never figured out the shooting, and it's gotten worse at times instead of better. What does the fuck say? Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. I wasn't aware... I wasn't aware at all of the you can't swing on three and O bases loaded. Byer, were you aware of that unwritten rule of baseball? Yes, I didn't. I, I was aware of that. Yeah, there's some that maybe you know I've I've missed, but I was aware of that one. Why is that such? I that's don't. Like, I don't know either. It up type of thing. Like yeah, because you're already up, and it it, it to me it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, have the pitcher throw a strike on one of the first three pitches and then you're not in that situation. But uh, it's, yeah, it's it's sort of the, I, I guess, because the game's out of hand, a, a fastball's likely coming. Yeah, that's a get-it-over fastball. But, again, to your point of it just defeats the purpose in all of it. So, uh, but I was aware, aware of that one. Yeah, I don't, like... So it's he's better off if he walks. I don't get that. That's what doesn't make sense. Like who wants a three and one count? You know, like I mean, if you because, because three three and, three and o. o is you're you're not you're supposed to not swing on three and O because you know per, the percentages tell you you're better off walking. Yeah, right? you're better yeah. off getting on base yeah. than you are trying to swing and, and hit a baseball. Like, but if somebody's willing to swing three and O, fine. I I I actually think maybe the opposite. Yeah, maybe maybe it's just because it it would you know more likely be a just get it over fastball, so you kind of know what's coming, and you know that would be the that would be the reason because you know it's it's understood. But I what, when is the point where you what is the actual score? How many how many runs different at what point in time does because like in basketball, it's usually like you get up twenty twenty five like all right let's call it the press you know. And we'll, we'll, we will, if it gets back to like 15, we'll bring it back. But 25, it's like, what is the, what is the point here? You know, we're trying to get better. So I don't understand, I don't understand the, that deal at all. And I would say, I, is, is six too few? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, six run lead late in the game is, is probably safe. But 
I mean, if it's only a five-run lead, and I say only, you know, that to me isn't that the game isn't out of the realm of possibility. No, not at all. Not at all. Maybe eight. John Ramos, you I got just, a number? I just don't know. Is like, is it universal? Like, because like, if you're the Angels and you have a horrific bullpen, keep scoring as many runs as you can because they are cap- fully capable of blowing up with a ten-run lead. <laughs> sure, fully yeah. capable. Yes. Yeah, I get. Trust it. me, I, I've seen it. You know. Yeah, I'm Music's, with you. Uh, yeah, if you've you watched them. Um, all right, coming up next, the Big Ten might have canceled their season, but this is a weird story. What if I told you Ohio State still could end up playing games this fall? We'll pitch you on the story next in the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.